Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, and I'm coming to you from Stax 92.1. We are uh, so glad that you can join us today. Today, um, we are talking with Mr. Andrew Brewer, and he is with Peace of Mind Home Healthcare. He is our sponsor for the day, uh, Peace of Mind Home Healthcare. And this is a home health care agency to help the aging population age with dignity and grace. And if you'd like to get a hold of Andrew, how you doing today? Well, I, I didn't even say hi. Oh, I'm doing beautiful. It's a, a good day to be alive. That's, that is good. I'm glad to have you. I'm going to finish um, giving your address and, and then um, your contact information. But if you want to see Andrew, you can go to 913 West Holmes Road, Suite 257, and um, talk to Andrew about that. But today, um, just tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. You can you know, tell everybody better than I can. Well, home health care is a, a, a big part of my life. I've been um, doing it since I was 18. So I, I was able to do that, um, taking care of a family member, Uncle Jake. You know, my mother encouraged us to help take care of him. And when once I started doing that, I became a, a certified nurse assistant, and I liked what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I ended up sticking with it. Since 18 years old? Since 18. Okay. Yeah. So what did you say you've learned, I mean, just from, from your experience in 18 and, and, and up until today? Well, the biggest thing I, I learned is that uh, the, 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 the humbleness of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're giving back and you're earning um, wages to, the, to, to, to stay alive and to pay bills. Mm-hmm. But the biggest part is that you can't fake what you do um, in this type of work is going to show. Mm-hmm. So it has to be a natural affection and you have to like people and you have to care about people. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I really commend you for uh, what you're doing. And, and again, I, I thank you for being here. And I have you on here on the Sunday Chronicle because it is a community platform. And that's why we're here. You know, I, we have to connect and, and make sure we know what we do in the community because we're we're taking care of us and that's why I asked you to be here today. I mean, you do so many things in the community. We've partnered before and done food distribution and I've been to your picnics. You, you and you have a nonprofit organization. So, tell me a little bit about uh Men Making a Difference. Yeah, we we started a a, a nonprofit Men Making a Difference Incorporated. We started that in 2007 and that's been a, one of the most beautiful journeys I've been on. And what that was, was we wanted um, young people, especially the, our, our young men, to see um, men of color working in their community. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to, to pass that on. So when we would do events and cookouts or backpacks, we would often get young people to um, volunteer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, what we used to see, sometimes they would, uh, when they get connected with the court system and they were forced to volunteer in their community, they didn't like that too much. Yes. So you're getting them in the habit of volunteering. Yes. You know, and, and, and it not having to be a forced thing. So it's uh, not, you know, like something that, that is negative. So, I mean, I, I commend you for that. I mean, the, the, the work that you do uh, professionally, and I, I won't say nine to five because I know it's probably longer than f- nine to five, you owning the business. So your, your, your professional life and then you have your, your personal, your, your nonprofit. So I would describe you as a humanitarian. I mean, that's, that's great that you do that and you just seem to have a love for people. And um, 
the thing that I wanted to talk to you and uh, speak about today was the, just the mentorship in it. And that's, that's what I see mm-hmm. um, in, in, in both lines. I just, I, you know, I wanted to talk about the importance of doing like what you do and, and you're showing people uh, how to take care of other people. You're not just talking about it. And, and, and so I wanted to ask you your experience and, you know, the importance of mentorship in the community. I wanted to, you know, just kind of pick your brain on that. Well, it's very important. And mentorship can come in a, a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't have to be a structured um, mentorship where you in a classroom, you know, and guys in suits and all this. You know, mentorship can be, you know, as we see sometimes it may be football. It may be um, carpentry. Um, it may be just... Um, getting groups of people like we do and just um, um, showing them the importance of volunteering or giving back. But it's the active part of doing something positive with young people so they can carry it on. That's the most important part. As long as it's constructive. Um, I remember when we was washing cars, the young people loved that. We used to be at, at Pro Styles. That was one of our first fundraisers. Yes. And, they, you know, they were active. They were They were enjoying it. And they were getting benefits out of it because when we were washing those cars, that money went towards the feed people at the cookout. Oh, that's so nice. okay. They could see the results of it. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I just think it's it's great what you're doing. Um, and you talked about a difference in in mentorship. Um, I'd I'd like to talk about you know the differences in it. I mean, because there can be peer mentorship mm-hmm. and and traditional mentorship. Yeah. It can be structured, non structured. Yeah. And the thing that I learned about I would say is sponsors versus there's a thing called sponsorship. Sponsors versus mentors. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned that uh, during my professional life, I had uh, someone who was mentoring me just telling me how a a mentor a lot of the times they will tell you what to do get you advice and it does it's a great thing to have if you have a great a great mentor but uh the gentleman he also told me uh and his name is uh his name is rudy herman and he 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 told me that sponsors invest in you they take you with you Mm -hmm. with them as they grow so they'll they'll pour into you they'll they'll you know invest resources and time and as they go forward they will pull you with them and so that's what i think um is a great thing and i see you doing that i see you um covering every type of mentorship i see that you have peers that you 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 meet with and then you you have um traditional Mm-hmm. mentorship and, and with men making a difference and and I see you have sponsored and poured into people and the community mm-hmm. so I just wanted to commend you for that thank you for doing that um, and I wanted to also ask you you know we have a lot of things and a lot of challenges going on and not only just the Lansing community but outside of that I mean what types of things can mentorship change um, for one thing, they can they can change the way uh, the outcome of uh, especially a young person getting in trouble or not. Um, one of the things that that when we like when we talk to a young man, there's nothing especially in the black community. We always talk about uh, mentorship or like I like the way you put sponsorship, but it comes at a time that we we want 
to have more fathers involved. Yes. No, no type of mentorship can take the place of fatherhood. Yes. So when that father is here, so if we can some way tap into promoting fatherhood, that would be the best result. Yes, and I, 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 when you said it sparked something in me when when you said uh, the importance of fatherhood, and I thought about uh, I have a friend that lives in in Ypsilanti area, and she has a business called uh, Daddy's Touch, and they sell T-shirts and, and apparel. The, the the slogan is a touch from a, a father means something, mm. and so um, so they like to stress the importance of. A father's presence in the home or just with a child yes and no matter what that father is doing or how someone would rate him as a father or a good father or a bad father just the presence oh, yeah. alone no matter how much he can be there just that child touching the father that that relationship is important and that's what daddy's touch it just made me think about that when you talked about fathers because they just promoted the importance of it you yes. know um, and I think, you know, when there is a, a, a lack of, of fatherhood in a child's life, it can really break down the structure. Yes. I mean, it, how do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it can break down the structure of a household. And so it's mm-hmm. good to see you providing other ways for young men to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, I wanted to to ask you a little bit about men making a difference, and with with that with your organization with your nonprofit, is there a, a a way like do you get together with your peers and is there like a safe space or where you can talk about day to day issues with other fathers or or black men? Is that is that something that you guys to do as well? Um, we 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 haven't been doing that, but that's something that's in the works that we have talked about. Yeah. Um, like just meeting monthly and doing that. Okay. Um, because it's needed, you know, especially in the fathers or men in the black community. We we may get around, but we don't talk about real issues. Yes. And sometimes. Yeah, and I think that's such an important thing. Uh, to have a safe space mm-hmm. uh, for men of color, you know, mm-hmm. black men. And, and I think that will really help to um, have us sew together the fabric of our community, That's you know, as, as we, you know, start to uh, hone leaders and, and train the next mm-hmm. generation of leadership. I mean, because our kids, it, they'll be taking care of us. So, exactly. so, so we want to make sure that we could do whatever it is we can do to make it better now that's you know so point. they don't inherit all these things that we're dealing with so yeah. i believe that's where it starts you know and and so i know for me i, I give what i can you know to others in in the area of mentorship because i know how many people have helped me along the way when when you think of mentorship andrew uh, do you have certain mentors that that stick out for you? Oh yes, um, one one guy when my father passed away, um, Ricky Middlebrook. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely um, was a mentor to me. I was lucky to have him. And then um, we know uh, that baton was passed on to Greg Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Kelly helped me out as a grown man when I um, when he seen when we started man making a difference. Yeah. He um, showed me the works of how to operate in the community yes. and what to do and what not to do. But yeah, I wouldn't have made it um, 
or had the the results I had without mentorship. Okay, I mean, and and again, I would like to remind everyone that this is the Sunday Chronicle, and we are coming to you from Stacks ninety two point one. I'm your host. Giannis Jackson and I have Andrew Brewer with me today and he's our sponsor from Peace of Mind Home Health Care. We're talking about mentorship and the importance of the mentor, uh, mentorship in the community in general, in the black community. Uh, we're talking about sewing up the fabric of, the fabric of the community. And um, when I think about mentorship for me, I think uh, I, I've learned that when, as I learned, every learning experience or mentorship experience is not always pleasant. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've learned to deal with good and bad uh, situations, even within mentorship, that has been uh, a really a, a growth area for me. It's, it's pushed me, you know, to, um, to be even more. So, I guess it's kind of like when, when it sometimes I don't want to say love hurts, but it, that sort of concept I, I was just thinking about is just not always pleasant when you're mm -hmm. growing. And so that's the thing. One thing I learned about mentorship, you know, to embrace that even when it's challenging to be able to um, listen and receive when a mentor gives you some good advice. That yeah. it, it just doesn't always feel good in that moment. Yeah. But I've gone on myself to see that um, that it's really beneficial, the good experience and the bad, the bad experiences. Um, so as far as experiences, uh, what would you say you, you talked about, you know, t taking care of people and, and, and things? What would you say is another like a very significant moment that stands out that that led you to be a mentor? Um, it was basically, you know, um, what led me to be a mentor was I, I had got in trouble when I was 20, 23, mm -hmm. you know, I had been incarcerated. And when I um, came out, the support that I had, mm -hmm. you know, it's that family support okay. you have that really builds you up. And a lot of time we don't have that family structure anymore or that that yes. strong um, that that that. That, that support net yeah and a lot of people without that support you're gonna fall um, victim to everything that's out there you, yes. you're most likely gonna sink but with that support you can make it you come up, almost you can you, you, your chances are better yeah. so what that did is just enable me to that was um, you can't keep what you have unless you give it away yeah so I had uh, God bless me so I had an opportunity to um, even uh, uh, I, I realized that I needed to, um, that was freely given to me. I need to help yeah. other people. Well, I mean, and I appreciate you sharing that about your history. Mm -hmm. uh, because so often uh, pe people can pretend that everything has been squeaked clean. I mean, you're showing the growth. You're showing that, um, you know, you, everybody can change and, and contribute. You know, mm -hmm. and so that's that's why I mean I'm so thank you for sharing that mm -hmm. because I I just think that's important as well. Um, so, what would you say is uh, something that you want to tell not only young black men mm -hmm. but black men in general? What is something that you want to leave with them? The, the biggest thing I want to leave it would go back to um, when I was down, being incarcerated. You know. 
having an addiction problem. But what you can do, and my, all that I believe came from, you know, my, my king, which I say my father, he had committed suicide at, when I was 13. So yeah, when you sorry. get all that that go on and you look up um, to somebody so important, you can um, easily go down a, a, a stray. But the main thing is that you never give up hope. Mm, you know, yes. um, God gave us a chance at life and it's beautiful. We got to yes. look at life as a gift. Yes, sir. So what I would just say is no matter what it is, no matter who believes in you or who don't believe in you, if you believe in yourself, you can make it. Yeah. So just never give up. And that was my motto. Never give up yeah. and dream. I mean, that's a that's a beautiful dream. story because not only do you own this business, but you have a nonprofit, you know, and it's, it's 501c3. Yes. Right. I mean, and that means a lot. That's a lot of responsibility to the upkeep of that every year to make sure that you're oh, yeah. in compliance oh, yeah. and filing your forms and things like that. And mm -hmm. people are entrusting you with donations, donations and things like that. So, I mean, that alone just shows how much you're doing here, yeah. you know. Um, and so I just I commend you for that. Mm -hmm. And um, where do you see your mentorship path or or um i'll say where do you see your mentorship path from in for i would say in in one to five years like what types of things would you like to do as a mentor most, most definitely promote entrepreneurship okay yeah that'd be my number one thing is um pr promote you know um entrepreneurship um working for yourself uh -huh. um learning how to save money learn about credit you know, our, our parents didn't teach us anything, Yeah. you know, yeah, so yeah. what I did, you know, over uh, that course of like 10 years and, and learning the, the process, trusting the process. Like when I first planted the seed, it was about 15 years, but I had to save up. Yeah. I saved up, you know, 15,000 for my first payroll. Okay. You know, to start that, cause you, Very you know, I, I, most of the time you're not gonna, you walk in the bank, they're not gonna give you no money. Right. You know, they right. may, that may not happen. So you gotta, uh, rely on your own resources. Yeah. You know, those big um, refund checks, save them. Learn the, the process of saving. But the biggest thing is just trust the process. Nothing happens overnight. Yes. If and it's built fast, it'll fall fast. Yes. And I'd like to remind everyone that this is the Sunday Chronicle, and you and we're coming to you from Stacks 92.1. And I'm your host, Giannis Jackson. I'm here with Mr. Andrew Brewer. And we're talking about mentorship in the community, the importance of it, how mentorship changes things. It helps shape the community, not only peer mentorship, traditional mentorship, being sponsors. And um, so we're just um, here today to, to talk a little bit more about that. And um, so this, this Sunday Chronicle, this is designed for the community. It's a community platform. And it's something where you don't have to be a millionaire rock star to come here and say what you're doing in the community and how you've worked to change things. And that's what we want to highlight. We want to make sure that we're showing a true reflection of the people in the community. And we want to get this out. We want to connect people with resources. And you know, that is a part of you having you on here. And the other part of it is making others aware of the things that we deal with, the real challenges we face in the community, not just a bunch of numbers that somebody high up collected. So as we talk to the politicians and the leaders in this community, what are some of the things that they need to know? 
um, one of the things is the, the direct more resources where there's, they see a problem. Yes. A lot of time they, 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 they know it's a problem, but the resources aren't there. Yes. How, yeah. how do you do that, though, Andrew? How do you direct resources to how do you get them to in the hands of the right people? Um, first of all, I think one thing, the first thing we have to do is start electing the right people to get in there, you know, even at the local level. Yes. You know, and keep them at their word or what they need to do. Yes. I mean, if you look at all these schools, how many gyms we have, why, you know, we don't even have any gyms open. Yeah. That could be a resource. Yeah. A community outreach where, you know, I, I bet you could, so many of them just close. Right. You know, it's just different things and. Um, you know, that we can direct ourselves and, and plus in the community um, coming together and voicing our, um, what our needs are. Yeah. You know, that's important. Yeah, I think a lot of times um, there are bigger organizations that house these funds for us okay. and they don't really know where they need to direct them. Mm -hmm. And so the resources sit, sometimes they're wasted and then I feel, you know, I see so many smaller nonprofits that serve mm -hmm. the greater Lansing community and they serve what's called micro communities, people that fall through the cracks, people that don't always get the dollars that from these bigger organizations and these smaller ones are kind of struggling to mm -hmm. get resources to really help people get the basic needs. And so, you know, I, I, that's the, the one thing that I wanted to kind of say about. Yeah, and that, that does happen, you know, and, 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 and see, we, we didn't really go through that because, well, one of the, being men we, we, in our group, anything that we did, we wanted to be the forefront to make it happen. Yeah. We, you know, we needed $3,000, we're going to go hustle for that 3000 Yes, yes. You know, and then we're going to give out them backpacks. Yes. So, and that was just important yes. to us. But I do understand what you're saying. And that's, and that's yeah, and that's and that's good. I, I'm so glad that you're doing that because uh, yes, the one thing that I've learned is I have to go out there and go get it. It is very yeah. difficult yeah, for yeah. me to get grant funding and the smaller nonprofits mm -hmm. to get grant funding uh, to do these things to serve these basic needs where so many people are getting left behind. You know, just basic food and affordable housing and, and things like that. So um, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and just talking about that. And I'm hoping that more of our leadership can and can start to act in that manner where they are pouring into the community, mm -hmm. you know, resources, time and, and not just sitting, you All know. Right tweeting what's going on gotcha. you know what i mean and gotcha. that's it and so that's that's kind of what i'm saying i hope that i didn't change the subject too no. much but no um so yeah i just really uh appreciate you being here today and um again i want to tell everyone to to um to reach out to peace of mind home health care if you uh have you know of someone that in the aging population uh, that that needs some care, and and then help them to age with dignity. That's an that's an issue, or that's a challenge that we have in the community. And I don't want to say just the black community, but the community in general, as as a as our seniors age. And and so I I, I thank you for for providing that service to thank people. You. And I want to let people know uh, that they can. 
uh, reach Andrew at, at 913 West Holmes Road, Suite 257. And, and what's that phone number, Andrew, if they um, want to give you a call for peace of mind home health care? Yeah, 517-721-1239. Yes. So give Andrew a call for uh, peace of mind home health care. Also, he has uh, the Men Making a Difference nonprofit that works uh, towards uh, mentoring uh, peer mentorship, traditional mentorship, doing food distribution and giving away hats and gloves. And I just seen you su- do so much in the community. So again, I'd like to thank you for coming in today. I'd like to thank you for sponsoring the show, um, the Sunday Chronicle. And this show is, is funded by the community. It's it's um, going, it's a platform for the community. So we invite everyone to join, to come give their opinions. And I, I never want to just tell my side of the story, Andrew. You know, I want to get it. Mm-hmm. I want to have that uh, dialogue with people. Exactly. And, and I want to get a uh, conversation started. So that I don't come on here to just push my opinion, but I just uh, hoping we can get more people talking in the community, Andrew, and I think this is where uh, I would like to start, and this is my part, and I'm trying to get more people involved, so I'm just I'm just glad, so I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that you'll pass it on, and yeah. I'm hoping that you would come back and, uh, and, and join us again here at the Sunday Chronicle. I'll be glad to. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much, and again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us here today at the Sunday Chronicle, and I'm your host, Giannis Jackson. Coming to, uh, coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Have a good day.